Today's episode is part of the live VA 101 series that I'm rolling out this week in celebration of the support squad membership being open for enrollment. Every day this week, I'm going live inside the support squad hangout to share a different part of the virtual assistant journey and all of the basics that you need to know about each phase of starting a virtual assistant business. So if you haven't joined the support squad hangout yet, please do that now. It's my free Facebook group and I would love to invite you in so that you can check out these lives each day of the week. Um, And just so you know, the recordings for the podcast this week are coming straight from those lives. I am not editing anything out, so you'll have to hear some of my awkward moments um, going live, but the content is still super valuable and I'm excited to share what a virtual assistant business can do for you and also how the support squad membership community can support you along each phase of your journey. So enjoy. You're listening to the Support Squad podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. We're officially in day four of the VA 101 series. All this week, we've been walking through all of the basics of um, launching, managing, um, marketing, finding clients, um, all of that for your virtual assistant business or your service-based business. Um, And so today we're going to after we, I've thrown out all of that information uh, um, at you the last few days, you might have a running list in your head of all of these tasks that you need to do. Um, now you have all of these, these things that you feel like you need to set in motion. And what I want to do today is kind of rein it back in and think about how we can start to streamline some of these processes um, by creating systems in our business. Um, I am such a nerd for systems, which is funny because I never considered myself like a structured, systemized kind of person. I have always considered myself as more of a creative kind of person. But what I have realized as an entrepreneur is that having systems and structure in my business actually allows me more freedom and more creativity because it removes so much of that mental clutter of trying to remember that next thing I'm going to do. It removes the anxiety of feeling like I'm going to forget something. It cuts down on the time that it takes me to do those kind of boring admin tasks and those things that have to get done all the time in my business. And it allows me so much more space to focus my creative energy on creating new things or going out and building relationships and making more money. So really what it comes down to is systems help us to be more efficient so that we can we can take on more more clients we can create new products and offers and we can earn more as service providers because as long as we're holding everything in our head everything's going to be kind of messy and things aren't going to be as efficient as they could be so what i'm going to break down today is kind of the um 
the different places in our business that we can start to build systems and some different levels of creating those systems. So a lot of times when we think of systems, we think of like automation and like software and all of that. But sometimes you can create systems in your business with really simple tools like a spreadsheet or a checklist. Um, Anytime we're creating something that's repeatable and structure that allows us to be more efficient and streamlined in our business, that's a system. It does doesn't always mean buying fancy software or learning some some technical automation to do things in our business, but we can start to implement some of those after we've solidified some of the basic frameworks of the systems in our business. So um, a couple of things that why we need systems is that it creates a framework for our business. I remember at the beginning of my business, um, before I really even knew that I had a business, I was just taking on clients and I was like, oh, I need to start to manage this. I really just saw my work as a freelancer, as just a bunch of random tasks all over the place. But once I started implementing systems into my business, I really felt like a business owner. I felt supported by my business. I felt a lot more legit, as they say. Um, It just made me feel more confident and uh, more grounded in my business. Um, The other thing that I that I mentioned before is that having systems is going to take is going to cut down on the time that it takes takes us to complete tasks. So when we've built a repeatable process around something, we can fly through it because we know exactly what's coming next. Whereas if we're holding everything in our head, it's going to take three times as long because we're always going to be trying to remember that next step. Um, The other thing that systems do is they ensure consistency in our business, which is really, really important in our marketing, in our client experience, in the projects that we're doing for repeatedly for clients. We want to make sure that we're staying consistent because that consistency is like, like is a huge part of quality. If we want to have quality marketing, if we want to be doing quality work for our clients, there needs to be a consistency and a common thread throughout all of it. And having systems uh, makes it easy to replicate things that you've done before. And then the other thing that's important about systems is they cut down on human, the risk of human error. If you're holding in your head, you're trying to remember what your client told you to do last week. And now you're not, you're not really sure what they said. Um, and you, you don't know, you can't remember how you did it last time. You can't remember if you did this part, you're not exactly sure how you're going to do it. Like that there becomes a lot of room for human error where you can make mistakes. So like yesterday when I was, um, I mapped out for you guys, the, um, all of the steps of the client experience. Like I said, there was 12 steps in onboarding a client. And if you don't have a system for that, there's so many places where hiccups can occur. There's so many places where miscommunication can happen. And so having a system around it really cuts down on any kind of messiness or room for mistakes. So let's break down some of these systems that we can start to create. And what I always recommend with systems is that you create it as you're going. What it does is it takes that initial task, like maybe twice as long to complete because you're documenting things, you're being strategic about how efficiently you're doing things. But once you've documented it and you've made it streamlined and efficient, it's so easy to then repeat it. So I really recommend starting to think as you're doing 
tasks for the first time. Okay, how can I make sure that I can repeat this next time? Um, that's something I always think in my business. If I start make, doing something, I'm like, this seems really complicated. Like, is there a way that I can like simplify this so that it's easily repeatable next time? Um, so the first place we can start to build systems is when we launch our business and lot with launching our business, of course, since it's launching, it's like kind of a one time thing. It's not going to be so much of a um, repeated process. It's going to be a one and done kind of thing. But the system, the reason we want to create a system around it is because it gives us some framework and sense of accountability and a chance to um, make sure that every every check has been or every task has been checked off. So I really recommend that before you decide to launch your, or when you've decided to launch your business, that instead of just like being like, okay, maybe today I'll do this. Okay, maybe tomorrow I'll do this. I I, I really feel from the very beginning, you need to map out every step of the process, each step that you need to take to get your business launched. And then what I want you to do is set deadlines for yourself. Um, so that's a really simple way of talking about a system. But what, what um, this does is instead of us just haphazardly kind of going into our business when we can and doing random things, we're creating this idea in our head that we're a real business. There is structure here. I know what's coming next. And there's a sense of confidence in that. And again, accountability, knowing that we need to get certain things done at a certain time and that they're done in a certain order. So again, throughout this week, I've been sharing some of the tools in the Support Squad membership that can support you with this. And so I already have a launch your business uh, system for you inside. There's a Trello board that a lot of my members have use to get out of that stuck place of confusion where they don't know what's coming next. That Trello board, um, if you don't know what Trello is, it's a project management tool that it has these, it's drag and drop, which is awesome. It's really user-friendly, but it allows you to create tasks and checklists inside the tasks and allows you to set deadlines. It allows you to move things around because it's drag and drop. It's just amazing. And so I've created inside the membership a business foundations Trello board that has every step of the process so that all you have to do is go in and set your deadlines and check things off when they're done. It's pretty awesome. Like, I feel like you could take a whole course on like how to launch your virtual assistant business. And it might not even be as good as just having that Trello board that tells you step-by-step step what you need to do and allows you to set those deadlines for yourself. So if you're not going to join the support squad membership, you can definitely create something like that yourself. Um, using either a project management software or just creating a checklist with the deadlines that you're setting for yourself. Um, but I, yeah, I do, I do recommend starting to get familiar with a project management software. You can find the one that you like most. I know some people, Trello's not their jam so much as like ClickUp or Asana. There's so many different, Monday, there's so many different ones. And I always tell like my coaching clients and my support squad members that a system doesn't work unless it works for you. So I recommend trying out a couple of different kinds of project management software to see which one you vibe with which one works with your brain. For me, I'm very visual. So Trello works great for me. Some people are more linear. And so they want to see like something more like in Asana. So play around with these different things and find one that works for you. Um, so then the next part of our um, 
our business that we can start to create a system around is that client experience. So we went over the client onboarding yesterday, mapping out each step of the process when we onboard a client. And I really recommend that you take that outline. I posted it in the group if you want to go back and look, but there's an outline we can follow with each step of what we need to complete as we're onboarding our clients. And again, there's a lot of steps there. There's a lot of places where we can mess up. So the way we can start to create a system around that is first mapping it out, just like we would do with launching our business, just like we would do with anything else. We'd map out each step. And then what I recommend doing is starting to create email templates that you can use again and again. So if, if you're starting to onboard a client, if you're sending them a certain email, save that email. That's a template that you can use again with your next client. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel. You can start by just start by just um, copying and pasting some of these emails into like a running Word or Google Doc where you have just all of these email templates. But then if you want to take it up a notch to make sure there's even less room for human error, to make sure it runs really seamlessly and also to wow your potential clients, you can also put put all of those steps of, you know, the contract, the, the invoice, the, the follow-up emails, all of those things can go into a CR. And that stands for client relationship management or customer relationship management. You get the gist. It's a software where you can put in each step of your client experience and automate it. So your contract, all of those different things. And um, it can be really daunting as a brand new virtual assistant to start to dive into that. But I recommend after you've had at least that first couple of clients, at that point, you kind of know what communication is happening and you can start to set up those automations inside something like HoneyBook or Dubsado. Um, HoneyBook is my favorite. I used Dubsado for a while. It was really hard for me to figure out. So HoneyBook, I found to be much more, again, it works with my brain, some other people People might feel feel differently. Um, other ones I know uh, folks in my membership have used are I think it's called Bonsai is one that people really like and and there's always more popping up. But again, try a free trial, see if see how the learning curve goes for you because some of those um, some of those systems can be kind of tricky to figure out. And you could again, that's also something you can outsource. I know so many service providers that offer CRM setup as a service. So that's also something you could outsource, have someone else create that system for you. So then when it comes to client work, this is where I see a lot of, especially new VAs kind of get really overwhelmed. They haven't really thought about how they're going to manage their ongoing client work. They haven't really thought about what systems they need to manage that. And so what happens is, again, we're holding a lot of stuff in our heads. Things get forgotten. Things are unclear. The client is waiting for things that you didn't know they were waiting for. So it's really important that we start to create systems, usually in collaboration with our clients around the work that we're going to be doing with them. So it's really important that you decide on clear channels of communication. So instead of being like, we're going to talk in all of these different places, it's, it's more like, we're going to meet once a month on Zoom to go over the goals for the month. We're going to, I'm going to do an email check-in with you once a week to see what my tasks are for the week. And then for like, um, 
for like ongoing communication throughout the week, like non-emergency communication, we can use Slack or Voxer to go back and forth. So that way you have a system around the communication and you have boundaries around communication so that they, they didn't try to text you or something and you didn't see the text because you're not a text person so that everyone knows exactly how communication is going to happen. That's really, really important. Um, then, um, you need to decide how tasks are going to be assigned and tracked. So um, I just went over this with one of my one-on-one uh, -on -one clients, but I talked about how with my clients, I used a system often where we would meet on Zoom either weekly or bi-weekly, and I would have a Google Doc up during our meeting where we would go over everything that they were going to need for me for the next couple of weeks. And while we were talking, I was typing notes on that Google Doc of every everything that we went over. And then at the end of the meeting, what I would do is go in and assign myself tasks in Trello or in Asana um, with deadlines so that it was really clear to me and to them um, what what needed to be done. And so that really, really helped because on that meeting, you know, I could say like, okay, so we need this done. When does it need to be done by? And I have documents of that, a document of that entire meeting. Ziggy's going to have to make an appearance because he needs attention. So <laughs> he comes up to me when I'm on these calls sometimes and needs love. Ziggy, stop, stop. Just chill, dude. Okay, Ziggy's good. Um, so, so that's one way to do it. But I really recommend whenever a client assigns you a task that there's some sort of system around how that's being handled, um, some way that that's being tracked. So it's not just a task out there floating in the universe that you're trying to remember. They're trying to remember what they told you, that there's some documentation of it and some expectation of when it's going to be completed. So start to, and, and again, this can be something that you collaborate um, with your clients on, like you can come up with a system that works best for you and whatever your client client you're working with. Because I found that that was a place where I had to adjust sometimes to how other people like to work. So I recommend, you know, being um, consistent as possible in your own business, using the same kinds of systems as much as you can. But when working with clients, it's great to have a little bit of flexibility in the name of clear communication and um, consistency. So um, th those are some systems you can create with your clients. And then for your signature service, and this is why I recommend having a specialty and a signature service, is that what you can, what you get to do when you have a signature service is that you can create a templatable project plan that you can copy and paste for every single client. So that, that's when we start to really be able to look at scaling our business, taking on more clients, outsourcing pieces, because when we know that we're providing a signature service that is repeatable for each client, we can create a system around it that is just copy and pasted. And um, for things like that, again, I recommend mapping that out and maybe a Google Doc, creating SOPs, which stands for Standard Operating Procedures, which basically outlines all of the steps that it takes to, um, to do each part of the, the, the project. And then that's something that you can repeat for each client. So that is huge. And again, why I always recommend specialize, 
create a signature service, create these repeatable high value offers, because then you never have to, to, to create a project plan off the top of your head. It's always there waiting for you, which is so valuable. And then the other place that I really recommend um, building a system is around lead tracking. So um, one thing I talk about with new VAs is that a lot of time can be wasted when they are networking, but networking unintentionally or without intention. So if, if you're looking at networking as just having a bunch of kind of random conversations online, you'll definitely be building relationships and making connections, but the magic is always in the follow-up. It's about going back and checking in with those people that, that you've connected with and staying in touch. And so I recommend having some kind of way of tracking leads and people that you meet online. Inside the Support Squad membership, I have a lead tracking spreadsheet um, for my members, and that'll help you make sure that you're staying on top of stuff. And then um, the, the kind of final system that I want to go over is your own marketing, because that's another place we can really fly by the seat of our pants. We can be like, oh gosh, I better post to Instagram today. And so you kind of create some random posts that might not be as high value as you would have wanted it to be because you don't have a system around creating that content. And there's so many different ways we can create systems around content for some people, you know, they like to start out by creating like a long blog post that they can break up into content chunks. Some people like to sit down and batch out a bunch of different um, social media captions on like the same subject. Some people like to sit down and be like, I'll write a caption for this or a caption for this or a caption for this. But I really recommend batching so that you don't ever have to be posting on the fly and so that you always have um you know, a, a backup post um, on a day where you need one. And um, same with graphics. I recommend having like five to 10 go-to graphics in your branding um, that you can use to have a consistent look online so that you're not having to spend hours each time you get into Canva creating some new graphic. It even looks better on our feeds and for our business when we use like the same templates all the time. You'll recognize that anyone that has like a lot of followers and is, is, is doing really awesome online, their feed is really consistent and they're using those same kinds of graphics over and over. Um, so if you have five to 10 templates that you can use again and again, that really cuts down on time too and helps you create a system around content creation. And then um, to just take it up a notch and add in some automation, if you've batched things out, then you can automate it and schedule it using like a free scheduler. Like I love Facebook Creative Creator Studio. It's free. It's made by Facebook and Instagram. So um, it's my what I it's my go to. I used to use Planoly and some other things, but, um, you know, those cost money and Facebook Creator Studio was free and made by Facebook. So um, that has been awesome in my business and what I've been using. So um, let me show you too just some of the some more of the things inside the support squad membership for um creating systems in your business, because a lot of times too, we don't have to reinvent the wheel, even by creating a system in our business, because someone else has created it for us. So um, in the support squad membership community, we have this systems and spreadsheet bundle. Um, so like I shared a training on how I create um, SOPs for my business. Um, we have a, a strategic planning um 
training from Alexis Fortier. That's awesome. Um, Amanda Bellamy showed us how to automate um, our onboarding with Dubsado. Um, there's um, spreadsheets for tracking your email marketing, um, Trello boards for your Instagram strategies, lead tracking spreadsheets, client management spreadsheets. So I made this and I, this is one of my favorite things in the membership. And I, I almost forgot about it until I looked at it the other day, but it's pretty good. I mean, if you're, if you're not ready to um, invest the time and the money and the, the energy and, and working with a CRM yet, that client management spreadsheet really um, shows you the basics, um, gives you that checklist of what, um, how to manage your clients. And then, of course, we have all these other awesome things in the membership. And one of the most special things um, and, and, and what's, what's really cool that I'm introducing right now is that I am now paying my VIP members to submit their own resources into the Support Squad membership community. Because when we create systems in our business, a lot of times we don't realize how valuable it could be to other people. Like you may create a simple spreadsheet for your business that um, you think is just a simple thing, but could really make someone else's life easier. So I've started to pay my members to submit their own um, resources, templates, um, spreadsheets, whatever they, all of these different things that they have to the, to the, um, our resource library. And I, I pay them 150 bucks a, a resource. So that's something that our VIP members get access to. And I want to remind you guys, of course, that tomorrow is the very, very, very last day for enrollment in the, until the fall. If you've been thinking about, um, getting support for your virtual assistant business, like it just really doesn't get a lot better than the support squad because um, we have the there's all of the content that's inside plus the live element with the live group coaching every other week plus the community which is really the most special part we have some really wonderful service providers in our community and um, we're all becoming even more of a tight-knit group all the time and we'd love to welcome you in so if you've been interested definitely sign up now before it goes away tomorrow you can sign up at the support squad.com membership and i'll see you in there and I will see you guys here same time, same place tomorrow when we'll go over scaling your virtual assistant business. Because once you've started to create these systems in your business, then you can start to think, be thinking about earning more and more and more, growing your business more and more, finding new streams of revenue and income in your business. Um, and it really opens the doors for so much. So that's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. All those different ways that we can stop thinking about working, trading our time for money and start thinking about how we can create like passive income, bringing on temp team members and all of these different things. So I will see you guys here tomorrow for that and have an awesome day, everyone. Yep. In case you hadn't heard, the support squad membership is open for enrollment, but you'll have to act fast. Enrollment closes this Friday at 11 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we won't open again until this fall. So if you want to access the coaching, training, and resources inside the community, you should join now. There are two levels of investment with our monthly membership and the VIP membership. So you can enroll at whatever feels best for you right now. Act fast. Act now. Go to thesupportsquad.com slash membership. That's the support squad.com slash membership. I'll see you in there.